everybody. It's Dave and Jeff. It is January 24th, 2022. Second show of the week. Well, I'm out of gas. So let me tell you about Dan Williams. Well, I tell you what, borrow smart, repay smart. And then there's our friend Brian Curry. Boy, if you need to buy a house, he's your guy. When you buy that house, you need a pool. Call TaylorMade Pools. And then if you have free time, uh, talk to Kyle Pfluger. All right, everybody, be safe. Are you looking forward to your trip to Denver? I am. I am looking forward to it. I was talking to a friend tonight, and I was just saying, I just kind of going over what we we chatted about last night. Like, man, the last couple of weeks have been a little fucking insane. But for me, I'm a big believer in celebrating wins. We yeah. talk about it a lot. And so, uh, yeah, Julie, you know, she told the story in here that I had been offered the gig at 1090 or at uh, 690 yeah. to produce for Fricky and Salisbury in uh, late 97. God and dang, that's a long time ago. All of a yeah, sudden. Bill Pugh and Bulldog yeah. were like, hey, come over. And dude, credit to those guys, man. They offered me an incredible deal. I was just burnt out on producing. But during those meetings, they were talking about bringing in a sports anchor from Denver. And I was like, nobody wants anybody nobody from cares. Denver. Oh, God. Great. How fun. We can sit here and listen to Vinny Castilla stories. <laughs> Yay for us. Hey, hey, you want me to call Dante Bichette for the show? No. I'm like, just get somebody local. Well, it turns out it's one of my best friends. Yeah, so. how about that? And then... Uh, the other story that I'm reminded of constantly is her parents uh, used to travel by train from San Diego to Santa Barbara. And I said, when I was in high school, I used to do this all the time. I'm like, go to the cafe car, get that ham sandwich, grab a seat. It's great. And she says to me in front of her parents, Jeff, we're Jewish. <laughs> Just to ruin me. Good. Yeah, good. Good. And uh, Know it all. <laughs> so you get. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, they're they're more Jewish than you are. Yeah, I that's not often, hard to do. No, I tell my kids. Rod Cruz more Jewish than me. Right. I tell my kids, <laughs> Dave's Jewish when it's convenient to him. If it meant getting a day off of work, he was all in. You and fucking Ted. But, uh, <laughs> which I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah. And I admire good weasel tactics. And you guys had them. Oh, man. But I. We I did. did. <laughs> we totally did. Right. No joke. Sammy Davis Jr. and Rod Crew were more Jewish than Ted and me. Right. <laughs> yes. You are. But Dude. I admire your your honesty. Dude, hold on. I, I we cut you off right here. Do you remember when Jeff and I started at Free FM? We started on yes. January 3rd, 2007. And two weeks later, it was Martin Luther King Day. And uh -huh. I told the PD, hey, I don't want to come off as a racist show. We need that Monday off. And he went and fought for and it he, with HR. What are we doing? We're trying to get these guys jammed up. <laughs> Jesus. How, how is this? I, I don't know. Jeff and I go to the parade every year. We, we don't want to miss that. It looks right. bad for the show. I don't know if they offer a parade, but fuck, I, I push for that too. Two weeks yeah. into the new job. Why do you think I've never gone to Memphis? Okay. <laughs> I don't need to go to Beale Street. Mark Cohen can suck it. I'm not going. Okay, I was less than, I don't know how old I was, but I was impacted. <laughs> Fuck James Earl Ray. And uh, yeah, I mean, dude, that's a great holiday. That well, one, Yeah, but that one worked out for us. We're two weeks in and we said, Fuck it, we're going to try it. Yeah, we didn't know. This will come as a major <laughs> shock to people. And just 
please believe me when I tell you this. In 2007, yeah. Dum Dum and I over here were not really that <laughs> tuned in to what the hell was going on in the world. But if there was a chance to get a day off of work, like, yeah. fuck yeah, we're all in. <laughs> Hell's going on here? <laughs> I know people. I have lots of friends. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I'm going to be embarrassed in front of them. Why is this not a company holiday? The HR guy, I don't know. I thought it was. I'm sorry, guys. Guys, I am sorry. If I had known, we're like, well, be better. Are we off? <laughs> yeah, you're off. We were. We I were. Even... <laughs> like the day after a major playoff game, fuck it. We aren't working. We don't talk sports anymore. That was our argument back. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Dangerous Dick filling in for David Chad <laughs> and Kevin the Food Guy. Remember some of those yes. other shows on Free FM? Yes. It's the best of Tom Likens. 1-800-5800-TOM. Write it down. You're going to need it. Tom, blow me up. <laughs> All right. We'll blow you up. Bill in Oklahoma City. Hey, Bill, what do the bitches look like there? Oh, Tom. <laughs> you're so edgy. <laughs> Remember that little fuck? That fucking jerk. <laughs> what a Tom's little- coming in and don't look at him. That's Do all not we make did. eye contact. Like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Let's tell the pyro, you hold these matches and you strike yeah. one. <laughs> Susie comes, Dave and I are like pushing each other out the door. Hey, Tom, what's up? <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? How's the show? He's oh. four foot two, works in the dark and wears sunglasses. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> you know who his producer was? Uh-uh. Your buddy, Eric Braverman. Shut up, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Braverman was his producer because we carried that show on KSDO. Just funny. Eric Braverman's yeah. now like running the He's Dodgers. He's a VP with the Dodgers. Yeah. 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 one 800 5 I had no idea. We're going to have the hottest guest in all of radio. Tonight's guest is Danny Elfman. Like, what the fuck are we going to do here? <laughs> and Danny Elfman's cool, right? But he made it sound like he was going to bring in... I don't know, David Lee Roth, anybody. Yeah, true. Who was the guy from the Partridge family? He was on, it seemed like he had a lot to do with around that time. Dude, I just, that's funny you said that. Bonaducci. Yeah, Danny DeBonaducci. Bonaducci just showed up on my Twitter the other day, and he was talking about the fact he was 13 years sober, and he's still doing radio up in Seattle. Bonaducci was great. Yeah, but it was weird. For 2007, he was like around a lot. Yeah, he was, yeah, because... Yeah. Was he going to fight? He fought at the, the sports arena, right? He fought the nighttime guy. And we went down and hosted <laughs> that thing. Right. That's right. That big tall dude, Lee. And yeah. then POD played afterwards. That's right. And they were super excited. Bonaducci hyped the fuck out of it. POD hyped the fuck out yeah. of it. We did our part. And they drew 1,100 people. <laughs> the fuck, they didn't draw 1,100. They drew 11. 280 people. <laughs> It's because 1 805 like it didn't promote it. Fucking guy. But we had Dennis Miller. Yeah. Corolla. Corolla was great. Miller was great. Yeah. All those dudes were cool. They were all great to us. They were fine. They were fine. I don't know. Both those guys got a little crazy in the last few years. I know, but who? Corolla yeah. and Miller? Yeah, Miller, yeah. But Bonaducci came in and hung with us in studio. Yep. Uh, Dennis Miller was great. We had him on a couple of different times because he came on after us. Yeah. It was Corolla into us, into Miller, into Lycus. Yes, that was it. And then Dangerous Dick. And Dangerous Dick. We're going to have the girls in tonight from Little Darlings taking your calls. Fuck yeah, I'm listening to that. 
Kevin the Food Dude will be here. Remember that yeah. guy? Yeah, I tell you, that was a fun. That was a fun station. Yeah, that one. They uh, we got we got jammed over there because the Imus. Yeah, that was the one that would have been cool. Well, let me ask you: that building does it still exist? Yeah, the saw Kixie it not long building. Ago. Yeah, and it still has all the signs up. Oh wow! Yeah, so anyone who ever drives by that building off the, the eight hundred five near the one sixty three, it looks like it's about to fall into the freeway. Yeah, I'm shocked it hasn't. Yeah, I am too. I'm no joke. You couldn't shut a door. The door would like swing open by gravity. We they couldn't even you couldn't even park there if yeah. you drive down. Kearney Villa Road, there's an apartment complex across the street, and they'd give us a permit to park there. That's right. It was all fucked up. Dude, so fucked up. <laughs> Can you imagine when that Jeff and Jer went in there? <laughs> yeah, we were like, who gives a shit? We'll park anywhere. We'll park at the Greyhound station. We don't care. I just remember the greener always driving in and then would take the beach towel and stick it up in his in his side window and then put the electric window back up to keep uh, his seats from fading from the sun. That shut up. I swear to God, why would I make that up? I said, Go look at this jerk. Greener worked there? Yeah, in the afternoons. After Sam? After Sam. On Kixie across the hall. Is that right? And then pull in and watch him do his whole towel routine every time. Worrying about his seats fading. Dude, that's a good dude. <laughs> uh, so it was De Vincent, yeah. absolute. She was the only reason I stayed that God, long. Every time I saw her, I just cried. <laughs> Love her. Uh, so, De Vincent into uh, Sam? Yes. It's better than me saying Sam into De Vincent, yeah, right? That's right. Been bad. Um, and then Greener? Yes. He was on like at three o'clock or something. Yeah. Really? What about my man, uh, Art? The fuck was Art's last name? Art, Art Michaels. Yes. Yeah. So you got it. You got the whole room. Ralph Rodarty? I don't remember that guy. Ralph was the overnight guy. Oh, why would I know that? We showed up at fucking nine in the morning. No, uh, that's right. <laughs> I never saw Dangerous Stick either. You met that guy. Yeah, I know. I don't like meeting guys and shaking their hands in him Dangerous Stick. Ah, uh, it's true. How do you when tell I... your parents you're on there? You're on there? Fantastic. Oh, great. We're going to have Aunt Lucy turn in. <laughs> What's your name? Dangerous hey, Dick. Everybody's Dangerous Dick, 1037 Free FM. Coming up tonight, we're going to smoke as much weed as we can. And uh, we'll have Danzig on the show later on. <laughs> hey, I don't know. That kid, he was cool, too. Yeah, that was a good building. Would you man. recognize that guy if you walked down the street and saw him? I, I can't say that I would. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I remember we always had people coming to that building that would constantly give Jeff and I weed. Remember they'd give yeah. us joints all the time? Dude, we were, I got. And the, but our boss always came up, hey, I got to confiscate that. And then he'd take it, put it in his front pocket. Remember that shit? <laughs> Driving to fucking Corona yeah. every day? He drove to Corona Our every day. Director. Smoking joints. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, I'm not lying. That's the one station I could think of. I probably was fucked up on the air at least twice a week. Oh, yeah. We got paid to drink on there. Like, yeah. It was, it was, it was really some of our best shows, I think, ever. I... People love those shows, but they literally would sponsor for us to drink, whether it was tequila that day or yeah. uh, remember, God, God dang, I could not drink a beer with that lime in it after That's that exactly fucking show. That's exactly what I was just thinking of. It was like the Miller beer with yes. lime in it. And the first one, you're like, this is great. After eight of them, you're like, I'm going to die. Uh, yeah. And then they would send a limousine to your house. Yeah. Send a limo to my house. We'd yeah. drink for three hours on there, and then we'd get a limo right home. All the time. Yeah, all the time. That at least twice a week. It was a sponsorship. 
And they were just like, wait, no wonder CBS shut us down. We're <laughs> like, we're blame that show on Imus. We were literally fucked up. We drank out of a tequila bottle that was like two feet tall. It was blue. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember smoking weed in there. No, never. We never smoked weed in there, right? Dude, you and I have never, I've never seen you smoke weed. You've never seen me smoke weed. It was no. never one of our things. But they had those. They had paid us to drink, though, on there. And they had the high times calendar checks. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they all came in. Yeah. And they freaked me out because they all had a huge rack. Yeah. <laughs> but they had, like, these massive tattoos all over their back and yeah. their arm and their legs. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, they did. Yeah. You're, you're, no, you're right. The guy who came in studio, I'm trying to, there are a couple guys that came in pretty famous that San Diego would know. Nick Hardwick was probably when we became friends with Nick that day. He was great. And then. Always has been. Yeah, always has. But I th- say that's the day we became pretty yeah. different. And he t- told us a lot of stuff behind the scenes with yeah, Marty Schottenheimer. He, yeah, he was and very then, cool. Um, and he told us that day, too. Because when I'm done playing, you'll see me. I'm going to drop to like 180. I'm going to lose all this weight. Remember, he, told, he called a shot. He said, this is, this is not what I want to look People like. People forget, man, with Nick, that he went through a really, really hard time with mental health. Like, Nick's yeah. an incredible success story. Yeah. He retired. He struggled with life after football, like really, really bad. And, of course, he went through the transformation. But, dude, he he's, like, you can bust his balls for loyal to the soil, all that. But he was, like, really, really struggling with mental health. Yeah. And now he's doing great. He's doing fantastic. And the other guy that came in, see if you remember this, and he hung out with us for a long time, was Dave Winfield. Do you remember this? I, I would no. I knew you would say that, but we have pictures of it. Actually, with I think Winfield, if you, me, and Winfield hanging out in that studio, and he hung with us for a long time, he was cool as shit. Wow, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> I was probably fucked up. If you, <laughs> if it wasn't a drinking day, we didn't drink imagine? with Dave. No, we didn't drink with Dave. If you Google Dave and Jeff show and just click images, you'll see that picture will pop up first. Is that Which, right? That's with Dave, Dave Winfield. I remember meeting him. Well, I guess that would have been the place, yeah. right? <laughs> that was the place. God, it's funny. I just, I can't remember. It's so funny you don't remember that. Do you, yeah. remember, do you remember we had Joe Montana on at yeah. that show? Okay, that was a big one. Joe was boring as fuck, but we're still going. It's Joe Montana. Was Cal on that? I think Cal Ripken was there, Cal too. Ripken, I think, might have come on that one, too. The one that I have, and I don't have a CD player anymore in my car, but I had a CD player that was really fun, that on the same disc I had... Uh, Tony. Yeah. Right around our first show, right before Always. he got elected into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that one is really great. And then on that same one is Mike Tuck. And Mike Tuck came on. He had been working over at KUSI. And dude, and and Tuck is not in good health, and nobody will give us updates on it. It bums me out, dude. Yeah. He was... He was really, really cool. And fuck, you talk about a guy, Mike. God, I wish Mike was good to go. Yeah. Now, I don't know because remarried and kids and doing everything else. Holy shit. You talk about a guy who had stories. Oh, yeah. He would just come in between the 630 and the 11 because he didn't feel like driving home to Del Mar. And there were so many nights when he would just come into the KFMB studio and just hang, and I don't, people didn't know we didn't put him on mic, but he just loved hanging out yeah. and laughing. He was a great audience. He was a really quick laugh, super dude, 
And then he would just tell us stories, man, about running L.A. when yeah, he left. Yeah, he was a coxman. He, dude, Mike was. Mike was a legend. And and uh, he went up there to run. He left Channel 10. He was down here at Channel 10, and then he went up to Channel 2. Yeah, that's right. And replaced Lampley and worked with Bree Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Tuck, man. I hope I, I hope Mike's okay. Like, he... Yeah. He had, he had some health stuff, and and I asked Ted about it. I asked Ted when Ted was in here a year ago or two years ago, whatever that was, and Ted was like, ah, I haven't talked to him. Dude, those guys were tight as can be. Yeah, they had a business together. Yeah. Yeah. Ted, so, Ted was still bitter. He didn't put his name first. He was. <laughs> that was so bizarre. Fucking Ted. Fucking Ted. It was 40 years ago. Let Pick up go, the phone Ted. and call and check in on him. Uh, Tuck and Lightner's Travel Travel. Yeah. At Glasshouse Square, in the heart of downtown Point Loma. Ah, God damn, that's funny. That is goddamn funny, man. Just because, and look, I'm not going to say it on there, but I have a, I have a KFMB story that I got to tell you when you leave here. I'm sorry for anyone listening going, what the fuck is it? I'm not going to say it on there. Yeah. Okay. But I got to, don't forget, don't leave here without me telling yeah. you the story. Funny, there's pictures Dave had uh, that he found of us in that KFMB hallway, and it's me, Dave, Mike Riley, and Boach. And then it's you, me, and Riley at Sports City Cafe yes. that Pete mentioned the other day on on uh, Twitter. Sports City Cafe, like, I went to Jimmy O's in Del Mar, said yesterday for the game, and there's not, Dave, there used to be 25 great sports bars in this town. Yeah. And now I don't know if there's 10. Dude, 10 would be a big number. Jimmy O's isn't really a sports bar. No. It's not it's like just- Yogi's was. Uh. You know what's no great? No Padres Pub? Fuck, Padres Pub was great. There's no fucking trophies? Trophies is gone. Yogi's is gone in Cardiff. Uh, bullpen, right next to Cheetah's, is probably the best. Because they're owned. The guy who owns Cheetah's owns bullpen. Yeah. And you remember that dude, Scotty. Of course. Has run bullpen for 50 years. Coolest dude. Um, like, it's just great. And but just a place where you go, like I was in a situation yesterday where with my kids, we got out of that thing, we wanted to go watch the second half of the game. And if you were in North County, dude, there were places in Encinitas. Yeah. You had yogis, you had places along Coast Highway. Dude, there's none of that shit anymore. No. <laughs> like nobody, Jimmy O's. Does players still exist? No. In uh, next to near KFMB, near Soup Plantation, dude. It's a. Uh, it's funny you said that. It's an Elijah's Deli. I went by there about a month ago, and I was because they closed. Dude, that whole street yeah. closed. They shut down Family Fun Center, but it was the same thing. We're looking to watch the fight. Tilted Kilt. Remember, yeah, Kilt would always course. have the fights, and uh, my sons and I were looking to uh, to watch the fight. And I go, shit, man, they used to show them here. Is this player still here? I've been here 40 years. And uh, no, it's an Elijah's Deli. Yeah. But I didn't go in, so I don't know if they they have the games on. But all those places, man, there there used to be a lot. They did. No, no, you're right. Gone the way of the dodo bird, as they used to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> that, it is. It's, it's changed a lot. So you head off to Denver on, on Wednesday. Going Wednesday back, morning. First out. time. It's funny, Dave. First time on a plane? Yeah, first time on a plane in two years. And what's funny is, last time I was on a plane was in Denver, going to Denver. Oh, there you go. 
So I saw you posted a picture of the weather. Not too bad. No, not bad at all. 34 is fine. Mm. Yep. Um, so yeah, my buddies, I got tough enough. I'm like, that's put on a flannel and chop wood weather. That's nothing. Give me a fucking break. Uh, so yeah, we're going out to winter park and, and just, uh, crush it for five days. So any hockey games? No. Any I, nuggets games? I uh, no, none of that either. We're just going to, uh, we go. Just going to hang out with Dave Logan. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with Dave. <laughs> Dave's a good dude. I didn't say he wasn't. Yeah. Um, fuck. I, David have some stories, yeah, right? Of course. Um, no, I will not. I don't think. Uh, Julie does a podcast. I know. With Dave Logan. That's why I said it. So um, I'm flying. I fly back here late Monday night. So I plan on being in here a week from tomorrow. Okay. So we'll probably just do one show next week. Uh, we'll do Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, but no, it's just it's really cool, man. I'm I'm so excited awesome. for her and and getting a chance to to see your new place and go. I've I've only been to. Uh, I've only been to Denver once. Never so. been. I've only been through the airport. Oh, dude. Well, the, but have you been to the new airport? New airport's like uh, so far out of town, you take the train. Oh, no. Dude, it'd be like if the, I swear, uh, somebody from Colorado would know better, but it felt like the distance from downtown to Oceanside. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it, it's a drive. But um, she's working on Wednesday. I get in early Wednesday. So I'm just going to fuck around downtown Denver and then uh, up to Winter Park Thursday and then come back down Monday morning and fly back Monday night. Good deal. Good deal, man. I'm glad you're doing it. Yeah, looking forward and hoping so. You going to double mask it? <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, no, I'm watching all these people on social media yeah. going crazy and freaking out and the whole deal. I don't know, man. We just did our part. My kids got boosted over the weekend. Feeling fine? Yeah, they're doing yeah, me great. too. Same thing doing great everyone I mean, everyone has a story but i'm telling you 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 had no issue i had no issue your kids had no issue yeah i mean i don't I, understand the people that will do the first two but won't do the third one uh they just i don't know yeah it's weird i i just i don't get the people that still refuse it and continue to watch stories about people like meatloaf that hated it and then passed away like that to me makes no sense john stockton who, who lost the season uh, tickets who said uh, there's been 150 athletes? Yeah, 150 from. athletes dropped dead. It's documented. Just because you say it's documented, cracked me up. I was like, what? None of that's true. No. And again, but, John Stockton didn't get his tickets taken away. He decided to not go to the games anymore. Basically, is what he did. He had a choice. Yeah. But he's decided, fuck you guys. I'm not going to wear a mask. He decided not to wear a mask. When you go in right now, and remember, it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe a month ago, or however long it's been. We were vaccinated, so if we went into Barnes and Noble or Target, yeah, and didn't need a mask, we didn't wear one. But then the mask mandate came back yeah. in, and you're like, "All right, right around." Feels like it was right before Thanksgiving. Could be yeah. wrong, but um, and now if you go into Target or Vons or anything, and yeah. you see somebody not wearing a mask. Don't you look at these guys and just go, "What a douche!" Dude, the other day I walked into. A- I don't say anything. Yeah, you weren't you know, the mask police. I walked no, into I'm Lowe's not. the other day, and I saw our good friend Chris the other day. Ran into Chris. Oh, good. And, yep. And uh, I'm talking to him. I couldn't understand him. Then I realized I wasn't wearing a mask. I completely didn't think about it. Nobody oh, told me, hey, you don't have a mask on. 
Well, you I fuck. always have a mask in my car ready yeah. to go. And I just didn't think. I was on the phone, just walked right in, and then. I wish he would have just fucking just hammered put me in a sleeper hole. <laughs> I love that dude, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was. But I felt like an idiot. Like, I'm looking around, and I realize people are staring at me. Going, hey, dude, you don't have a mask on. Yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. I just like I immediately just checked out of the store and apologized to the cashier. I'm so sorry. I just didn't realize I didn't have it with me. Yeah. Fucking idiot. It's only been only been in place for a month over there. I, okay, I, Joe Rogan. I only got like three of them hanging, you know, dude, right, right in right between my seats on the the same hand sanitizer, believe yeah. it or not. Dude, here's the other thing, okay? Yeah. The other funny thing in this goddamn town, how everybody takes uh, I shouldn't say this town, but just in general. How everybody takes Joe Rogan is just the fucking man. Now, I like Joe. We dealt with Joe with the UFC, had him in studio. Yeah, we've had him on a ton of times. Fucking great guy. Does anybody remember Joe's first fucking CD? Where he's talking about weightlifting? Yeah. All round. Yeah. Muscular. Mus- muscular. You're going to fucking listen to that guy? That's the guy you're getting advice from? Seriously? Fuck are you doing? Dude, that bit is so goddamn great. Dude, it's funny. I, I literally talk to my dog every day in that voice because <laughs> yeah. the dog is something but like a ball of muscle. But I'll only say it. I'll t- tell the dog just like Joe Rogan used to. Yes. He's talking to that guy. It's so muscular. A <laughs> fucking bit. It's so funny. You just brought that up. Dude, great dude. Like I said, so cool. He was very, very nice when I worked for Dan Henderson. A lot of fun. Great success. Like, it's nothing negative against He ruined Dane Cook's career. He, dude, Dane can't even do pay-per-view no, anymore. Dane Cook was super popular, and, and fucking Rogan called him out for stealing jokes. And uh, Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Dude, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Because you're not going to, dude, you're not going to mess with Joe. You ever see that YouTube oh, yeah. of uh, when he's doing Fear Factor, and that guy gets a little mouthy, Joe goes collar and elbow? <laughs> Fuck yeah. You're going to learn your lesson, twerp. <laughs> um, but I like him. But, I mean, that's like, dude, I'm not taking medical advice from that guy. <laughs> Fuck you guys doing? Uh, hey, listen. I mean, you get, I, dude, I love Pat McAfee. That fucking show is so funny. And But, like I said, and people are like, well, you know, I heard this. I'm like, he hosts SmackDown. <laughs> He's trying to tell you, here comes Braun Strowman. <laughs> Fuck are you doing? Like, I, hey, man, whatever, whatever gets you through the day is cool with me. But just don't preach to me about what you heard on Joe's show. All the it's time. all goddamn entertainment. He's not running the goddamn McNeil Lair report over there. It's not KPB. It's not NPR. It, uh, that, this it, is what I heard. I'll just tell you, Joe's pretty well thought out. Okay, got it. <laughs> You're fucking stoned 90% of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that as a fan. There are people that hate him. I don't know why. I guess I get you it. You can tell why. Yeah, I get that. But I don't. I I like him. But I'm not going... Joe, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I wake up in the morning. I can't stop crying. We'll take three and a half ounces of olive oil. Take one crushed walnut. Okay. Fuck, it's coming back. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) 
<laughs> Man, I'm with you 100%. I don't right? get it. He's a fucking entertainer. Yeah. Th- that's it. That's it. He's an entertainer. He's selling out the forum yeah. doing stand-up comedy, and people are leaving great. He's not speaking at Harvard's fucking graduation. Dr. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Good afternoon. Yeah. You know, you could say that about all of us. I'm serious. You could say it about Jeff. You could say it about me. You could say it about Woods. All of us. None of us have medical degrees. We don't know what the no. fuck we're talking about. We'll just tell you, hey, this is the way we live our life. Not telling you this is how you're supposed to live your life. Right. Can you imagine? No. You, it's a, can you imagine if you saw anything on Twitter where somebody was like, you know what? I was going to go in and have my heart valve replaced. And then I listened to the Dave and Jeff show. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing that for? You got another three. And you know what? They were right. Hashtag Dave and Jeff. You'd be like, oh, my God. I fucking died. Fuck are you doing, Dave? You asshole. I tell you what. I tell you what. My whole ankle and foot turned green. And if I flicked it, all of a sudden it looked like something was moving underneath like mites. But I listened to the Crossing Streams podcast. Craig Elston said, just keep it elevated and watch season four of Ozark. And you know what? I'm right at it. Hey, huh? Oh, my God. But they fucking do it for Rogue. Are you watching Ozark? I am. I'm two episodes in. How far are you in? I started. Okay, I got to tell you. I started season four last night. Okay. I had to watch the recap. I was going to say, did you have a hard time remembering what the hell happened? I haven't seen the show in two years. Yeah, right. It's been two years, right? And so, dude, I flew through seasons one, two, and three. But it's kind of like um, I went with this with season two of Succession, which I just finished. So I'm going to watch season three of that and season four of Ozark. I feel like that fucking show. And, uh, but I, it just, it takes me a little while to yeah, get into it. Going. Okay. So Ozark is seven episodes. Yeah. And then it's, then it's, they're going to release the next seven. I don't know when that is for all I know. I thought it showed the, like there's 10 available. Oh, it might be now. I don't know. Just when it first came out last Friday, it was seven episodes. It was, you have Netflix it's in the last here? season. Yeah. I have Netflix. I, oh, I'm going to fuck it up. If I, if I touch it though, right now, I got like, I got it all. Oh, you got it saved. I got it all. Yeah. I don't want to touch anything like it, it's anyway. So I have, but it's seven, then seven, but it's one final season. It's, okay, it's, so, so normally a season is 10 episodes for Ozark. It's 14. Okay, so you think right now it's seven, and then when's the other seven? Whenever they drop. I don't know. But but Jason Bateman was talking about it last week. On okay, Kimmel. well then, maybe I just scrolled down so there's a handful and didn't get all the way down. Okay, so. So, okay, I'm going to ask you this question. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what happens. It's not a spoiler. I'm just going to ask your no. opinion on Ozark. If... Is there one person on the show you want to be alive when the show ends? Yes. Who is it? I'm going to tell you, and you're going to laugh. This absolutely, I don't, I don't drink. We say it all the time. Like, I'll go out and have beers. Yeah. Like, so, like, BK and Request are like, hey, come out and have a beer. Fuck, dude, I have two beers. I got to call an Uber from Carlsbad home. I'm not, I can't do that. Um, but I'm a, you're going to think I'm fucking nuts. Okay. But this is absolutely true. In the, my 20s, when we would go to Yogi's and you would go in there, it wasn't so much like a Friday or a Saturday night, but you know who I would probably pull out of there? The chick that, uh, okay, God, Dave, I'm so out of the loop because it's been two years. I forgot everybody. Who's the girl with the curly hair? Ruth. 
Okay, not Ruth. She hangs with Wyatt. But who's that lady? The old lady? Yeah. You like the old lady? Yeah, I like the old lady. Because she's, you can tell, she's got a little story. Oh, my gosh. She's scary as fuck. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, I like her. Oh, my God. She's not going to make it past episode five. Dude, I hope she doesn't make it past episode three. I've already seen the first two. (laughs) Jesus. I like her. I'm putting her on the back of that goddamn Nighthawk. (laughs) One down, four up. Take her up to the goddamn Scandia Motel in Oceanside. And then, you know what? You know why I like her, Dave? Why? She's like an old raisin. You turn that fucking light <laughs> off, and you're like, she might just turn my fucking light no, off. No, better not. You sick fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, let me tell you who I want dead on that show. Okay. Uh, okay. Let, literally, I'll tell you. There's, I can, honestly, everybody died on that show. would be fine, but Marty. I just want. I just want the. I just Marty want, is Bateman. Yeah, I just yeah. want Jason Bateman to be alive because if you remember when the show started, yeah, his wife was cheating on him. Yeah, so far she's the care, first one I want out. Do you really, Laura Lindley? She completely took over season three. Like she was the yeah. she was the star of the show. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. The chick on season three that they were working for, yeah, with the blonde hair. Yeah, I probably put her on the back of the Nighthawk too, if she was willing to go. She probably had a little cavassier. I didn't have a whole lot of dough at that time selling the Duke tip sheet from Del Mar. Fuck, Jimmy O better give me a deal on these. <laughs> yeah, I put her on the back too. But I that danger lady, Josh knows what I'm talking about, living that life in Nashville. <laughs> you take that one who's got a little, little edge to her, right? Yeah, my gosh. Yeah, I like her. Um, okay, Laura Lindley, I haven't seen anything. I'm 20 yeah, minutes into okay. episode one. All right. I want Laura Lindley out. I've already. What about, what about their kids? Ah, uh, nah, nothing's gonna happen to them. So if, if anything happened to the kids, you wouldn't be devastated. Yeah, I'd probably get over that relatively quick. But um, they don't—they don't seem like that impactful. That fucking little Ruthie can go too. That yeah. goddamn voice of hers, Jesus Christ! Uh, That's she, her first acting job. Is that right? First acting. She's so job. good on it. She's she's outstanding. She's married to some super famous country singer too. Is that right? Yeah. Garth that's Brooks? What I was told. It's not Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, man. Roy Clark? Roy Clark is the one. Oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> Good for Roy Clark. That is banjo. <laughs> uh, Laura Lindley can go. Uh, I don't want my baby, Dangerous Denise. Jesus. I want her to go. Uh, Laura Lindley and that fucking Ruthie. And I, then I'd be fine if Ruthie goes. You know what? That little fucking twerp Wyatt can go too. I'm sick of that kid. All right. Don't minutes. be surprised if Wyatt goes. I, I don't know anything, but I, wouldn't it surprise you, right? Yeah. That you know old, it's going to be wild. Yeah, that old hag, dude, fucking has no time. She well, killed I her husband what, already. I'm just going to tell you, that old hag goes, don't expect a whole lot of jokes on the next episode. <laughs> I'm going to be in recovery. <laughs> All right, since you aren't, we aren't doing a show the rest of the week, and next yeah. time we see each other, we're going to know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. I want to ask yeah. you about... The, your, your predictions here. I was like asking you first about what you'd set the line at because I know you don't look, but okay. you're pretty good at setting the line. The first game is going to be the AFC Championship game. It's going to be the Chiefs hosting the Bengals. I, I, well, I think we saw this last night when they fucked this up. So I thought they had the Chiefs by seven. No, it's less than that. No. Okay, good. Then I'm going to say the Chiefs right now. Dude, I don't know how uh, Chiefs and Bengals. I'm going to say the Chiefs by five. Six and a half is what it's at. Okay. So if you were a betting guy, you'd take the Chiefs. You think they cover? Uh, I think the Chiefs do cover in this one. 
Tyron Matthews out. I just think the Chiefs have, they've been in this game, what, three years in a row? Yeah. I think the Chiefs are used to this game. The Bengals are, have, no one there has done this shit. Dude, they, I got it, Dave, but Titans were the number one Remember seed. this, the Braves won the World Series. The Chiefs do that same racist chant. Yeah. Um, Which blows my mind, it still goes. Yeah. It's crazy as hell. I know there's conspiracy theories that, well, you know the goddamn NFL's got this thing going. What? No conspiracy theory. Yeah, all right. I'll t- I'll take. Uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs win it by a touchdown. Yeah, I do too. That's not crazy, right? No, no. But don't you think they put a few points up there? Thirty-one twenty-four. Could you see that? Yeah, I could, I could see that. The, the Bengals I mean, offense. Is, after, oh, I mean, the Bengals offense is tough, and then but the Bengals defense is terrible. Mixon seems like he slowed down a little bit. Yeah, it's amazing but, these running backs seem like they slow down. But when you got Jamar Chase, who fuck. And Joe Burrow just seems to get more confident every week. Yeah, he's been fantastic. But, remember, they beat the Chiefs a few weeks ago. But looking ahead to the Super Bowl, uh, you want Kansas City in it. You okay. want you want that star power, right? I, I, dude, you I can't do. stand Tyreek Hill. I, mean, I can't either. He, he does, I don't understand how the NFL allows him to play. Yeah. Every I, other bad story you've heard, none of them are as bad as Tyreek Hill's. Right. And, well, he's a heck of a football yeah. player. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he punched a pregnant lady in the stomach. Punched or kicked? I thought, or he, I thought he punched and broke a kid's arm. Dude, yeah. Then the recording? Yeah. yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, Dave, I tell you what. You know, you look at Manson and granted, okay? <laughs> Writing pig on blood on the wall is bad. But did you ever hear the way he played guitar? Did you ever hear him sing Leave In on a Jet Plane? Fucking, if you don't get choked up by that, Dave, you got a goddamn onion for a heart. <laughs> Like, people are like he's a good player okay he's a fucking dick like what the fuck why do people so quick to qualify this shit? no idea you have an onion for art i swear to god dave listen to it and the way he harmonizes hey he was buddies with dennis wilson well that fucking judge of character didn't he fall off a fucking <laughs> boat marina del rey hey natalie wood died you got jokes about her Fucking Tyreek Hill. I hear more shit. Hey, I don't know. Heck of a player, boy. Blazing speed. All right, and he slaps the shit out of kids. What a winner. Then you uh, got to deal with Mahomes and his crazy family. God, his mother, his, his fiance, or his wife, and then his crazy brother. Yeah. Like, there's nothing about Mahomes I root for. Now, you I get wish, your family in check. I wish somebody from Buffalo would have put that punk brother through a table, right? Me, me too. Bubba Ray Dudley style. Put him right to a fucking table. All right, NFC Championship game. Yeah. What do you have the line at? Uh, I have two lines for you. Okay. You know, like this. Remember oh. the Niners have beat them six straight times. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Uh, I got it. I'm still going to take the Rams. I'm going to say the Rams are favored by three. Four. Ah. All right. Uh, here's the other line. I wouldn't bet this game, by the way. Over, under, times Weddle forces himself onto camera. Over under is 18. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm going under. Fuck. That's I would the, take that bet. The easiest bet <laughs> all day. Fucking love the guy. Think about it. This is the furthest he ever went with the Chargers. It's the championship game. I'll bet you a dollar right now. Who do they show more? Who gets, not that they focus on. Yeah. But who gets in more camera shots? McVeigh or Weddle? Oh, it's McVeigh. Oh, I don't know on that. They show the head coach all the time. 
All right. <laughs> you sound like you hate Weddle. I don't. I, I know love you the don't. guy. You're killing him. Jesus Christ. Is that camera more than Paul Rudy? Who could you drive cross country with first? You got to pick one. Okay. Mark Grant or Eric Weddle? Oh, easily either one of them. They're fucking okay, great. You got to pick one. Um. Oh, I'd take Weddle. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I'd probably get to fucking Alpine See, and be like, I'm just. Yeah, you're, click, I'll just click, drop you click, off. Click, I'm just going to drop you off, mud. Yeah. I can't take it. You're going to hot box this car how many times? Just get out. I've heard all your stories. We've known you too long. Yeah. We know. Hey, do you want me to call Tom Glavin? No. I'm going to fucking. You got your blinker on? Yeah. If I drop you at the Alpine Inn, can you find your way home? Well, I'm good. How many states before you get to, uh, let's say you're going to New York City. How many states does he talk as Wayne Hagen? (laughs) I would listen to that. (laughs) That would extend the trip a lot. (laughs) I The one I can't, no, dude, I'm telling you, the one, if he did, if he talked the entire trip as John Miller, he'd make it to New York. His fucking John Miller impression. If If you guys did this move, I think you'd like it. Okay. If every time you hit a new state, he changed your personality. Yes. Like you went from Harry Carey to Leitner to John Miller <laughs> to Wayne Hagen. Yes. I would say Mud wins. Yes. Mud wins immediately. Mud fucking calls me and talks to John Miller, and I cannot breathe, dude. It's the his TED is really good, really good. I think he launched that on our ten ninety show. But dude, and everybody has him do Harry Carey. I cannot. Dude, I can't breathe when he does Mike Shannon because yeah. you and I have beef with Shannon. And I don't really, but he just was a little bit of a fucking goof. Yeah, he was a dick to me. Well, I kind of like that. <laughs> but, uh, dude, fucking Ted's. <laughs> Ted's. Goddamn John Miller. Or, uh, sorry, Mud's John Miller. He, I can't take it. And he talks the whole, like he doesn't yeah. break it. He thinks he's goddamn Crispin Glover. He won't break character. And he stays in for the whole call. And then eventually I have to hang up because I just, that's the best. Yeah, if Mud did if Mud did the whole ride as is John Miller, oh, yeah, I'm taking two <laughs> New York and back. All right, so you, you have the Rams winning this game yeah, and you have I'm the Chiefs a- winning. So you're going Rams-Chiefs-Super Bowl, where yeah. a lot of people talk about the game a couple days ago where the Bills-Chiefs game might have been the greatest Dude, game in history, God, better wow. than the Winslow game. And yeah. so you, you look at that game, but if you remember, a lot of people say the greatest regular season game in history was the Rams and Chiefs Oh yeah, a few years ago where they scored like 108 That's points. unbelievable. It was incredible. So to have that in, in SoFi Stadium would be amazing. I just, the thing that disappointed me was literally every show you heard today. Uh, I was on Greenberg. I went to Dan, uh, Keyshawn. Yeah. Uh, shows in the afternoon. I like that guy on 97.3 at night. Everyone, does the overtime rule need to be changed? It's like, holy fuck. That's it. Did you put a minute's thought into the show? <laughs> um, but those games are great. I was talking to my brother-in-law tonight, and he's huge college football fan. And I said, hey, what about yesterday? He goes, shit, man. He goes, I rarely watch the NFL. Really? And he goes, yeah, he's just, he I loves just college he's a sports football. fan. I didn't realize he didn't watch the NFL. But he goes, that was outstanding. He goes, it just was crazy, right? I mean, every game down to the end. Last play, every and game. And then when you go, I mean, we think about those games, the Bengals game, 
Okay. Then yeah. the way the Niners come back and win that game. And then the Rams trying to give that way, uh, gave that game away against Tampa. Yep. And then Cooper Cup to get the win. But I mean, the last, I mean, how far back you want to go? The last fourth quarter, you want to call it the last 10 minutes, the last For five the Chiefs minutes? Bills, last yeah. two minutes, 25 points scored. I mean, just goddamn insane. Mike Greenberg had an unbelievable stat today. And I think he said that in NFL games with less than 20 seconds ago where a team needed a touchdown, yeah, there were 62 previous uh, games, and the team that needed the touchdown was 0-62 until yesterday. That's incredible. Yeah. And I will say it again. I hope the Chicago Bears overlook what happened and immediately hire Leslie Frazier as a head coach. <laughs> Being a Viking fan has nothing to do with it. But that was just the greatest. It was so, like, it was just stupid, yeah. right? Like, what are you watching? You're like, this is just dumb. Yeah. When they go ahead and then Josh Allen has a minute and change to drive the field and drives and touchdown pass that kid who had four on the day and mind blanking on Nobody his knows his name. Nobody had him in fantasy football. Nobody knows that kid's name. Yeah. Josh Allen's such a stud, right? Dude, he's so fun to watch. I mean, if you're a Bills fan, you have to be so happy you have him on your team. Number one, he's just such a big guy. that you, One of those where you think, well, he's not going to get injured, right? You worry yeah. about every other quarterback. And then you go, this guy is going to be so fun to watch for so many years to come. Yeah. And then as we were just talking yesterday, like you brought up the Packers. The Packers were the number one seed. Everyone said they were the best team in the NFL. They lose. Both number one seeds lost this yeah. weekend. Never happens like that. You get a bye, then you both lose. So, and then you go, well, the Packers aren't pacing out to have maybe 10 years of shit. Yeah. Because Rodgers is gone. Devontae Adams is gone. And you go, well, who's your quarterback? Love? Because he stinks. Uh, I don't think so. Listen yeah. to Dan today. He had the guy from ESPN Green Bay on. And that guy said, no, because we saw him play the full game. They played Kansas City. He played twice and was terrible twice. And half against Detroit. Yeah. Said, no, he did not earn the job. No, he's not. Everybody who saw him play in college, except for the Packers, knew that. Yeah. But now here's the weird thing. Uh, report tonight, and I don't know, it was a pretty crazy day, that Nathaniel Hackett's going to get the Broncos job. Oh, that's interesting. And you go, yeah, I got it. But I'm looking at that, and you go, Enemy's from Colorado. Yeah. Did they even interview Enemy? No, I don't and, know. And you're, they, and you're allowed to interview now. They changed yeah. the policy. You don't have to wait for a team to be done. Yeah. I mean, because uh, the Vikes did a bunch of interviews yeah. with Raheem Morris and Todd Bowles. And the Kevin Cowboys O'Connell. assistants. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys. Um, but I have not seen B. I think Enemy may have interviewed with the Vikes. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I mean, coached there before. But, like, you're going to take Nathaniel Hackett and you're not going to at least fire a phone call to be enemy for a guy from Colorado? I'll tell you, here's an interesting one for me. Okay, you tell me what you think. All right. Is Sean Payton hasn't made up his mind if he's coming yeah, back. Yeah, I heard so that. He has three years left on his deal. It's crazy money, $45 million. Okay, so he has three years left on his deal. He's talking about walking away as, a, as he said, a short so retirement. So 15 a year for yeah, three years? That's what I'm guessing. Okay. And then he... He's gone, let's say. You know why he wants to step away. He doesn't have a quarterback either. Yeah. He doesn't want to be part of a rebuilding process at this stage in his career. No one does. No. Let's say he steps away for a year or two. Is he lining up for that Cowboys job? Yeah. Or is Completely. he line, or could the Raiders say Pisachi is our guy and then line up for the Raider job even? No. Now, either way he's gonna go where there's a quarterback. Yeah, I think it's the Cowboys. Okay. And it always seemed like Sean Payton belonged with the Cowboys. Right. As much as he's been great with the Saints. 
we all know about his relationship with the Parcells and Jerry Jones yep. and going back to Dallas is what everybody thought was his dream job. Yeah, I think he goes there. Now, what's crazy is I saw a New York Post report that Sean Payton, if he walks away from New Orleans, is going to Fox, and he'll go to Fox and work with Joe Buck because Troy Aikman is going to leave Fox and go to Amazon and work with Al Michaels. Is that right? Yeah. So it'll be Al Michaels and Aikman doing the Amazon. I think Amazon Thursday night, game. Thursday night games. Uh, mm-hmm. NBC will have Tariko and Collinsworth. And Collinsworth. Uh, Michelle Tafoya will be done. She's re- she retiring. Yep. So Catherine Tapper yep. will be the sideline. Do you believe Tafoya was pushed out? Well, it was weird, right? Like it was weird. Everything that happened with the View, where she went on and said some political things. But you know, Dave, she's she lives in Minneapolis, so my uncle has been hyping her for a long time, and she's been in the game for a long time. She's got family. I don't know. It wouldn't shock me if she wanted to walk away. Do you remember the whole Tafoya situation here at Six Ninety here in San Diego before she became super famous? Right, was saw because she yeah. talked about it. Yes, she did. good. I'm glad she talked about it. Yeah, and, the saw told her she belonged in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yeah, that, that's yeah, shocking that, for a guy of high moral standards <laughs> like saw. There was there was a tryout at Six Ninety, and Steve Mason pushed for her and said she's the one. Yeah, and saw said she doesn't belong. She belongs in the kitchen. Right, and so she goes to KFAN Minneapolis, yeah. complete star or uh, WCCO. She's on even a bigger station, iconic fifty thousand watt station. Yeah, she's an absolute star. She she went home and crushed it. Yeah. Did TV radio there and then ended up in NBC. Yeah. Sorry that she song. didn't get to meet Bill Urbanic. The <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy, dude. How embarrassing. He uh, doesn't Saw doesn't uh, look, I'm fine with Saw. Uh, I, I think Saw knows we kicked the shit out of him, so his little feelings got hurt. Yeah, he writes me emails about it. Does he? Yeah. Oh, well, he'll be fine. I. Oh, you know what? I was going to say I'm upset by that, but then I realized I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, listen, if that ever came up, I'd fucking lose my shit because I'd remind him what he fucking did when he got fired. So did he, he didn't say, uh, did, when you saw him at the Christmas party, uh, yeah. did he say anything to you? He was okay. He was just a little goofy. Okay, he wasn't standoffish to you? No, no, no. He was he, like He thinks that, you and Cust are too tough on him. He does? Does he really? Yeah, he wrote me a long email about it. Well, he was a fucking asshole when everybody got fired. So, you know what? And when and this is all I'd say, because why wouldn't I fucking say it here? <laughs> when he got fired at 1360, my kids were two years old, and I left my house and drove over there when you and I were doing mornings and sat with him in his office while he packed up and saw was incredibly emotional. And I've told this story when I was getting started, I took my motorcycle down and Lee was waiting for me outside the pack highway. I never forgot that. And when I got promoted, different things happened. But on the day when um, you got fired, Rosie got fired, Sherrod got fired. In 2012, December of 2012, my kids had just turned five. I got a fucking mortgage, and they fucked everything up because Mike Shepard's a dumb shit. Um, yeah, probably right up there with Brian Long, two of the dumbest fucks you'll ever meet in your life. And you've been fired for 10 minutes, and Saw calls me and is like, hey, uh, sorry to hear what happened. We got to think of a funny name for this show. Funny name. Yeah. Because people think about funny when they talk about Axel. Yeah. So, yeah, Sorry. Sorry, your feelings got hurt, Bubba. We move on. 
<laughs> but but you know what? Like I said, yeah. When mm-hmm. we got blown out at thirteen sixty, in yeah. fairness to Lee, he wrote me a really really nice email, really nice email, and I wrote him back. So like things move on, get over it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, I fucking laid into him. Yeah, because he had no time for you getting fired. Dude, he pushed me out. What do you mean he had no exactly. time? He went to management and said, get Dave out. I'll be the one. Jeff will be the two. It'll be a right. great show. And you two are sitting there listening to fucking Savage Garden. I knew I loved you before I met you. Hey, Lee, isn't this a great song? Sure is. Like it. <laughs> what do you think Saw has? What do you think Saw has on his Spotify? Dude, he only listens to uh, NPR. That's it. That's all he's listening what, to. Big, last... big fan of, uh, I think it said on the back of his uh, 690 card, big fan of PBS. <laughs> Fuck he is. PBS. Big fan of my fan of my home in the Adirondacks. This <laughs> fucking guy. What's, it, there's gotta be, what's the last concert Lee went to? Dude, never. I don't think Lee's a concert guy. I don't think he listens to music. Yes, he does. No way. No way. Dude, he has zero cool factor. There's nothing about him. Nothing. Talk I about think- driving cross country. Could you drive from here to Lakeside with Lee? Yeah. No, you could not. <laughs> yes, I could. Bullshit. You know why? I could drive. I could drive from here, dude. This is like name that tune. How many miles could I go with Saw? I think I could go from here to Santa Barbara with Saw. You're out of your fucking mind. No <laughs> way you would. You would not. You know why? What Dave? do you talk about? Ottawa Senators hockey? Spanos. His, all that shit that he did. I don't want to hear from his perspective about Spanos. I kind of like it now. He felt bad for years how he got fucked over by Dean. How he didn't get a Super Bowl ring. And everyone, the broadcasters always get Super Bowl rings. I'll say this. No matter what acts I have to grind with Saw, that was fucked up. And that tells you about the Spanos family. And then you make Lee host the banquet. That shit he did. Yeah, he hosted the banquet, and, and then there's no rings left. Did Pat Curran get one? Of course. Oh, Pat worked in the business yeah. office. Oh, yeah, sure did. Cried on the air. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that fucking family. I posted pictures yesterday. Dean's house is for sale in La Jolla for $18 million. And that dumb fuck has his chair and ottoman facing the wrong way. Maybe couldn't couldn't stand to watch his team blow it. I just again today on Twitter, you're seeing the story that he's being sued by his nephews. Yeah, well, that's and, kind of bullshit. That's his sister who's suing him and yeah. her kids. She just added to it. Yeah, but again, the idea that hey, all we need is for somebody to come in and buy this. The coach team. did that today, and move him down here. Move him down. That's all we need. Oh, uh, okay. okay. That's all. Great. It's not hold, gonna your, hold your breath, yeah. everybody. Please. So we can get Please. rid of all the dumb shits. Fucking tra- traffic will clear up immediately. Because this fucking dumb shit's dropping like flies. Like, oh, that would. Yeah, and you all fucking say it. I swear to God, you have a better chance of saying, you know what? I need to go into that Speedway station, and I just need that guy to tell me hey, I'm going to buy you a $5 quick pick, and that $5 quick pick is going to have the $300 million uh, lottery numbers. And if I said that to you, yeah, any of you listening, and said, hey, this is what I need, okay? I need the Speedway guy to buy my ticket for $5 (laughs) 
<laughs> but I want him to buy me the $5 ticket that's going to win me the $300 million. You'd be like, are you fucking insane? Fuck happened to you? And then you go, but all we need is an NFL owner to buy the team, move them out of SoFi where they play for a dollar a fucking yeah, year. beat that deal. Yeah, come down here, <laughs> right? And we can go to 16th and Imperial where you can run out the bus station and 97 people shitting on the street. And they can finance the new stadium and deal with all the fucking yokels like Todd Gloria and these other fuckheads. And they can build the stadium. And then what are you fucks going to do when they go, okay, we just built a billion-dollar stadium. But you know what, you assholes? It's $10,000 a seat PSL. What? What? I'm not fucking paying that. The fuck you ain't? <laughs> Pay up, asshole. A billion dollars is low, too. It's low. It, it's the, These fuckers come yeah. down here. They didn't make a billion dollars by doing what you dumb shits need. Yeah, this is how it's going to work, because I hate this topic. I know you hate it, too. Honestly, God, it's my least favorite topic. It's so stupid. You guys can never get the story right anyway. But I'm just going to say this. This is what it would actually take for you guys to get your team. You have to build the stadium first. Do you understand? Yes. Good luck with that. Pay for it. You'd have to pay for it and build it. It would have to be built. Right. And then you have, and it better be downtown because that's the only place the NFL right. wants it. And oh. then you have to go to the NFL and petition for a team. Not Maybe not the Chargers, but for a team. So good luck building a stadium that no one, you can't guarantee someone's ever going to play in. Can I this, say? This city would never approve that. You are never getting the Chargers back. Here's the Wake other, the fuck up. Here's the other stupid fucking thing that's out there all the time. And you assholes click like. <laughs> this idea that that San Diego State Stadium can be expanded. Go fucking tour 25 bucks. Go tour SoFi. You know the first thing they do, what they run you through, is the suites. Yes. Here are the luxury suites. And when you go and you sit in the suite at the 50-yard line, you look across and there are three levels of them. Yes. That's what builds a $5 billion stadium. What the fuck do they have there? Huh? The Mark Holder room? Again, it's in the wrong part of town. Then even if you can expand it to 150,000, the NFL doesn't want it there. We don't have enough Fortune 500 companies no, down here. No, you don't. And you don't have enough fucking people that just say, "Hey, I want to go." They're satisfied going to the Seals games, which is cool. But I shit, man. They're they're whether Pete and Point Loma wants to fucking hear it or not. Last time I saw pictures of a Gulls game, it's curtained off on the top. It is. And if you think back, going back 20 years ago to the old West Coast Hockey League, which could not have been more minor league hockey. It was garage hockey. But every fucking game was 9 to 8. There were 27 fights. They did not curtain off the top no. very often. No. Maybe occasionally. But this bullshit that, that some asshole is going to buy it and then bring it down here and cater to you fuckheads that have no reason to be catered to. Holy shit. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> like, who the fuck does this town think they are? Dude, how many times have people dropped Josiah? Josiah knows what's going on here. He's not moving them there. No. He's not moving the Nets here. He's not moving the Chargers here. He's not moving anybody here. He owns the Nets. Yes. He's not even building an arena here. He's not doing jack shit. He's not stupid. Just like you said a second ago, they're, he has that money for a reason. They, He's not if, dumb. If your goddamn scenario was to work out, like you, why why would Jeff Bezos move here? Why would he not just go? Why would he not stay in the number two media market? 
where Keep there's saying. money. Uh, Steve Ballmer built a brand new arena four blocks from SoFi. I'm 99. No, you know what? Fuck it. I'm 100% sure. I'm 100% sure at no point did they say, hey, Steve, we can build in Inglewood right next to the forum in SoFi or, or, hang on, we might get a plot of land in Poway. Well, let me sleep on it. Never happened. <laughs> Never happened. Hey, Steve Ballmer, you dumb fucks, decided he would rather build an arena in Inglewood. Yes. Where every business you drive by has bars on the window. Yes. He determined that it made more financial sense for a guy with $57 billion to build an arena in Inglewood than come fucking down here. But keep telling yourself that the NFL is dying to get back here. Holy shit. Stop wasting your time. When Dave and I are no longer the stupidest guys in the room, <laughs> you all have a problem. <laughs> fucking assholes. God, y'all click like, you fucking cheap. Bah. <laughs> Who the fuck's going to pay the PSL? How does that stadium? They don't owe you shit. Unbelievable. I hate I hate this topic. I hate it. And people fucking lead into this all the time. Well, I hate it because I think there's people that actually have lives to live. And I get it. You but have, you to have guys like Coach who have been around forever oh, fuck. that should know better. Come it's on. Stop stupid. doing that. Stop. Uh, call Somebody call Coach next time he brings up and go, hey, Coach, if he builds that, what do you think the PSLs are going to be in That's that stadium? That's a good question. What do you think it's going to be per seat, Coach? And I don't know if San Diego State's selling out over there. I have no idea. But I know their PSL numbers are pretty fucking high to watch uh, Montana State. They play Toledo next year. Hey, I tell you. You're going to want to see it. I don't know. Bezos build it. He may just wave it. You know what? Maybe everybody will get free fucking tickets, too. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Maybe they'll fucking bring Nina Hartley down here and she'll spank your little fucking monkey walking in, you dumb fucks. What? I mean, where does it end? Where does it fucking end? God damn. He just wants to see a ball game. Hey, I just want to see some guys play. I think we'd support it well. Yeah, because we were at every one of those last Charger games. Well, they knew they were moving. Well, what about the year before when you had the year? Hey, we were out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have the pictures on my phone. You weren't. Hey, want to mention Taylor May Pools. Alan Taylor, again, the weather is going to be great this week. It's only going to get warmer. As you know, it's swimming pool weather. Look, Alan Taylor builds the best pools in San Diego. You're going to take advantage of it. Make sure you get in Alan Taylor's calendar. Ask about the available financing. The pool of your dreams is right at your fingertips. All you have to do is call 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Our friend, the lovely and talented Kathleen Bade, uh, posted tonight on Instagram, Dave, that it's going to be 10 degrees tomorrow in Minneapolis. I'm heading to Denver where it's 34 on uh, Wednesday, yeah. 18 on Thursday. They're probably not in the market for a pool, but as Kathleen pointed out, it's going to be 75 this week in San Diego. It has been great, even yes. at night. When it's getting down a little bit, man, it's perfect pool weather. It's perfect jacuzzi weather. So what do you have in that backyard where you can go hang out? Well, what you need is that tailor-made pool. And call Alan and his team right now. It's pretty wild to think that a week from tomorrow night, we're already February 1st. Yes. We're already halfway, well, I guess not technically halfway through the year. 
<laughs> or one month through the year. Maybe that's a little advanced. <laughs> a week from tomorrow, it's almost the 4th of July. No, it's not, you dummy. Read a calendar. But I'm telling you, guess what? Guess what happens every year? When February's done, here comes March. And that's old man spring coming in. Perfect pool weather. Now, if you don't have a pool, you need one. Call Alan Taylor. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Dan Williams, you want to talk to when it comes to saving money and making your money work for you. Again, Dan has helped us personally, meaning both the Dave and Jeff show members and also so many people in the in the audience already. Thank you so much to Dan, who has helped people out. All they did was call that number. Don't forget tomorrow, by the way, is his YouTube video is Bar Smart Two Minute Tuesday. Also, Jeff will give you more details in a second where you can learn and you should pay attention to these videos because Dan is looking to change your life for the better. Once to get you out of debt, everybody wants to be debt free. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yeah. Uh, I do this ad tonight under protest. <laughs> so Dan, being the very good person that he is. Yes emails me or texts me yesterday goes hey i got a parking pass for the february 15th kings game you going i go now i'm not going to the 26th he goes oh okay i had parking and i'm sitting there i'm looking i'm like uh why does the 15th sound familiar so i go look at my calendar because i'm now keeping everything on my phone it says kings versus edmonton i go oh shit i text him back i am going to that game just get it together, ding dong. Call me a ding dong. That that's personal. So, I'll. <laughs> Dude, that's Ohio for go fuck your mother. <laughs> He's from Detroit. Get What's, it together. Where did the Ohio part come in? <laughs> I don't know. You're the guy. You don't even know where he lives. Nice fan. A nice I, friend. I thought he had a connection to Ohio. I know he has a connection to Detroit, but I thought he had a connection to Ohio. Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe he does, but he's all about Al Kaline, Jack Morris, Walt Terrell. Uh, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart is outstanding, and it has benefited uh, so many people. You can be next. But we mentioned, all kidding aside, Dan has this very cool video series, and when I get back from Denver, I'm going to watch it with my kids. Uh, it's the Calm series, and there's a link yeah. to it right on our website. Go to DaveAndJeffShow.com, click the sponsor page, and it'll take you there. The videos are super short, but it is a whole program that is so important for everybody right now as you're getting finances uh, put together. Dan's been helping my ex. She's looking to buy a house, and she just said, Dan called yesterday on yeah. a Sunday and said, hey, let me walk you through a couple of quick things. I mean, that's a level of commitment. He couldn't be a better friend for us. And he's going to be an incredible friend for you. I told you, we did our refi. Uh, boy, it's probably been two months now. Time flies by. It could not have been more easy. And it's going to be the same way for you. So give Dan a call. Check out the videos on our website. I'll give you more info because he asked me to watch it with my sons. They love Dan. And uh, so we'll check that out when I get back from uh, Denver. And we will see it. But you can see it now or give Dan a call. 858-688-6813. Good deal. Don't forget about Brian Curry when it comes to buying that home. As Jeff was just talking about, Brian will find you the home of your dreams. Also, he will get the most for the home you currently have. He will walk you through the process. If you're in a situation where you don't already have the phone, or you just messed me up right there. <laughs> I did tell you, guys can't focus for shit. Jeff just showed me something I can't, can't focus. If you're in a situation you don't already have a home, 
Brian will help you buy that first home. Also, Brian will be the guy, if you do have a home and you're looking to move, he'll get you the most for the property you already have. He's the best in the business. More than 25 years, there's nobody better, nicer, and safer with your money and your investment than Brian Curry. It's going to be 619-251-1588 is his number. 619-251-1588. Yeah, uh, buying a house can be incredibly strenuous. And it was like that. Think about it. We were talking about it uh, tonight on the phone. I bought my condo in November of 2008. Yes. And it was a challenging market at that point. And I was just saying, looking at how the market has changed in 14 years, whether you were a buyer or a seller, and my ex is looking to buy a little bit bigger house because our kids are getting taller by the minute. So figuring out what we want to do with the condo, right? Are we going to sell it? Am I going to take it over? Are we going to rent it out? A whole lot of different things that are going on. The other crazy thing that's happening in the market is you're seeing people that are talking about 15, 16, 17-day escrows. Yeah. When's that ever happened? I remember when we bought ours, they talked about a 30-day escrow, and that got stretched out to 40. Now people are talking about 17-day escrows, and those can get shortened down to 10. Wild, wild time, whether you're buying or selling, and you need somebody on your side to help you uh, get the best deal you can. That's why you want to give Brian Curry a call and tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Kyle Fluger, you want to talk to him when it comes to your website? You need your website repaired? Do you need it to work for you? Kyle Fluger is the guy to do that. If you're looking to build a brand new website, Kyle has great ideas. It's worth this phone call as well. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Yeah, the absolute best. Uh, talking to Flugs last week when we were putting Dan's videos up, I said, hey, I always commit you to do things but before I do, is this easy to do? He goes, yeah, because it'll take five minutes. Easy. And that's the thing. You need somebody that's going to take your website, a website that we've already loved, and continue to look for ways to make it even better. And uh, and Kyle's the absolute best at doing that. Whether it's just for fun, maybe it's just for family, or if you're using it for e-commerce, man, you really definitely need somebody on your side that's going to make sure your website's performing at the level you need, and I can't think of anybody better than Flukes. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going January 26th. The 25th was a bad day. So okay. outside of Alicia Keys, there was nobody, anybody new. Okay. So January 26th, we're going with two of the people are no longer with us. Two of the people are with us. Um, we're going to start off with Paul Newman. Paul Newman's badass, dude. Died in 2008. Is that right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Paul Newman would have been, mm, say, 88. 97. No shit? Yes, 97. Damn. Uh, 80 million. Exactly right. Dude. It's insane was, that you get that. Fuck. I was just thinking. I was like, he should have been a $100 million guy. Yeah, $80 million. Cool dude, right? Yeah. Paul Newman is cool. Probably a coxman. Well, he's married to Joanne Woodward forever. Okay. Just oh, leave it there. Oh boy. I don't like that. Uh, you saying. take that back. I'm just saying when you're Paul Newman, there's a lot on the menu. There's a lot <laughs> on the menu. Next one, one of your favorites, Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen's awesome. Passed away just last year. Yeah, I think I just saw this. I think he would today would have been 65. 67. Guess you did not see it. I guess not. <laughs> Fuck. 67. Dude, this is good money, but I don't know how many of those he wrote. I'm going to say $150 million. $100 million. Okay. $100 million. If his kid, his kid doesn't have to do shit, right? No, but what a cool kid. You heard yeah, that interview. I heard him. He's great on Stern. But I'm just saying, between him and his mother, yeah. this kid doesn't have to do jack shit. No, and my, uh, 
I saw People Magazine the other day, and I started reading the article about Valerie Bertinelli because she wrote yep. a book. And I thought it was cool, man. She was talking about the fact that Eddie Van Halen had gotten remarried. She had gotten remarried. But they both just had the one child. It yeah. was Wolfie. <laughs> yeah, and, and so I'm reading this as somebody going through a divorce with two boys. And it was really, really cool reading about their relationship and that at the end, uh, she was there with him and they were very, yeah. very close. They said they was, were best friends. Yeah, and that's cool. It's funny because uh, I had a long talk. Uh, my ex and I went to that uh, Van Gogh thing yesterday. And we were just talking about it, like having the ability to call each other and be, you know, she calls and says, hey, I'm uh, going to a friend's wedding. I'm going to be out of town. We take the boys. I'm like, no, not. It's not my day. Fucking take it, right? <laughs> my, it's my go-to line all the time. And she's like, uh, all right, well, that's a yes. And then uh, you want to just stay at the condo? I'm like, what is this, some kind of fucking joke? You want to remind me of the life I used to have? She's like, all right, that's a yes, too. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. But we were just saying, like, we're so thankful. Uh, Dan would vouch for this. We have such a great relationship, and whatever happened, happened. But uh, as parents and, and, I mean, joint tax return to be able to go to Garth Brooks and take our sons and do shit like that, yeah, it's cool. So reading about them, uh, I was like, all right, we're not the only ones out there. And and two people I like a lot. I think she's cool. I always thought Eddie Van Halen was cool. So, yeah, man, he's definitely missed. All right, two alive. Here you go. Okay. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. How far could you drive with her? Um, not even to National City. <laughs> not a fan. We're at Chula Vista. Yeah, I know. Not a fan. You couldn't get to Santa Barbara Couldn't get her? two exits down the freeway. Nope. <laughs> Wouldn't make it to Plaza Boulevard. <laughs> get the fuck out. Would you make it? Would you? Okay, would you make it further with her or Saw? I'd take Ellen. Right. One yeah. of them you have yeah. to take to Santa Barbara. Fuck. Not, neither one. I'm not taking either one of them. You get 25 grand, but one of them you have to drive. Dude, every time a song came on, she's dancing in the passenger seat. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Fuck no. I'm looking at Saw with his gutting kneecap socks. Goldfish no. in his mustache. Yeah. No. What's up, Bob? Almost out. You got any ginger ale in that cooler? <laughs> Oh, fuck. I didn't know you were so grouchy about her. I like that. All right, that's cool. <laughs> now that you said all that, I was like, driving her to Santa Barbara would be easy. No way. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, let's say she's 60. Dude, that's funny you said that. I was going to guess in the 50s. Dude, she's 64. Is that right? Yeah. Dude, fuck. Uh, major dope. Major I'm going to say dope. 300 million. 500 million. No shit. Yeah, $500 million. Wow. Five hundred million. Okay, here's one of your favorites. Right All right, here. hang on. This is, yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, when you look at her career, yeah, like there's a part of it. She went through so much shit she when did. she doing that show, and to see her come back and rebound, yeah. and then like she's on top of the world, and then you find out all the backstage shit. Like, who blames her for getting the hell out, right? Well, yeah. Well, she was a bitch, man, to everybody. It sounded like no. They said it wasn't so much her that she had people working for her that were well, awful. Again, well, you got to know. Yeah, but the, come on, they represent her. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. One of your favorites here. It's the last one. Wayne Gretzky. Dude, Gretzky's great. I got to think about That's this. That's actually is known as the great one. Uh, dude, I think he's born around 19. 
I'm going to say he's 62. 61. Okay. I was trying to think about how old he was when he got here. Um, did I think about this? I'm going to say... Uh, say two hundred million, two hundred and fifty million. I uh, he just he's absolutely loved in our building, dude. He's loved by everybody. They just say he's the greatest. like. Even when you see sixty one on here, you go, yeah, ah, that's a shame. They just say he's the fucking greatest, yeah. man. Like my, no, I'm a huge Gretzky fan. One right. of my all time favorites. Right, and everybody that I've seen that's dealt with him just said he yeah. just could not be a more humble, nice guy, funny guy, but. I told you, Paul Coffey told the funniest story yeah. that Wayne got all mad because he heard an ESPN interview with Coffey, and uh, and he only heard where Coffey complimented Mario Lemieux. And still, Bob Miller told us the fucking greatest Wayne Gretzky story ever it was the 93 playoffs in Toronto. And it's when the Kings were playing the Maple Leafs. They go back to Maple Leaf Garden for game seven. Gretzky's in the elevator going down. And he says to the guy working the elevator, how's your night? The guy goes, well, it's okay now, but it's going to be terrible at 10 o'clock. And Gretzky said, why is that? And the elevator guy said, because when the Maple Leafs win, this town's going to go crazy, and I'm a little scared for it. And they, Bob said the elevator had a couple of floors to go down. It was quiet. The doors opened, and Gretzky said to the guy, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> the guy said, why? And he said, well, you're worried about 10 o'clock, and my job starts at 7. <laughs> Dude, I love that a guy that's so humble yeah. and so nice was such a fucking step-on-your-throat competitor, and Kings won that game. Yeah. It, it's it, great. It, He's it, the man. He was. He was the man. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Have you ever walked in your sleep? No. My mom tells these stories about my brother when we were little. My brother's four years older than me, so I would have been, <laughs> been like five my brother was like nine. And my mom said my brother did two things that were great about that time. So goddamn funny. She said one night she was sleeping and she woke up and there was a face like half an inch away. And it was my brother sound asleep. She screamed at him and almost like freaked him out. Thank yeah. God he was nine. He didn't you don't wake up crying. sleepwalkers. Everybody knows that. Right. But he was just like, can you imagine just waking up where there's just a face staring at you that you're not expecting? Was he standing? He, she was laying down. I know on the she's bed. laying down, but yeah. was he just standing up staring yeah, he's at like her? Eight, nine, little asshole. And then she said she woke up another night and he was outside on her balcony taking a leak. Don't <laughs> asshole. So great. Uh, so no, those stories I tell my sons all the time because they have a, they're really tight with their yeah. uncle. Yeah, and they just think that's a. I go, this guy's a complete goddamn wreck, dude. I told you I had a buddy of mine who uh, who his dad was a drunk and would come home, and he'd walk into his room and he'd either flip up flip up the hamper yeah. and just start pissing on his clothes, or he'd just pull the drawer out and just take a shit on his clothes. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's the matter? It, what are you, a cat? Get it together. It's like, it's like now what do you wear to school? You know, now what am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no. Uh, sleep talk. My mom said when we were kids, again, I was probably five or six, yeah. and my brother was like nine or ten, and we had a townhouse in Minneapolis that had a basement. So we always loved that we had our room down in the basement. And she said, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, 
she'd go down to get, you know, water or something. And she'd hear us just talking away down there. And she'd be like, it's a goddamn school night. She'd go down. We were sound asleep having a conversation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Idiots. Here we go. Random question. My sister used to do this all the time. Have you ever baked a cake? Yes. Have you really? Yes. I've never baked a cake. My sister and her friends used to do it like all the time. It was weird. Yeah, we did it. um, I used to do it. I had a single mom. So my mom was, you know, a single mom. And so we would do things uh, for like her birthday, like a German chocolate cake. Fuck, it's been 80 years since we did it. But yeah, we used to do stuff for my mom's birthday. Did all it the look time. good or was it like all crazy because you didn't know how to put the frosting on? Yeah, I mean, for Christ's sake. What do you think we're dealing with here? You think I got one of those goddamn guns doing roses? What's the matter with you? I can't even tie shoes. Yeah, goddamn thing wasn't going on the cover of uh, what Life magazine. Like, a yeah, 13-year-old kid in Richfield bakes an amazing cake. Fucking thing looked like it been hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Yeah, that part was fine, but no. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dave, it was great. Dude, I'd love to see a video of you baking a cake. Dude, it wasn't, uh, I didn't, well, it wasn't one of those, I didn't, listen. Yeah, it was Betty Crocker. I know what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, but it wasn't one of those two-layer things. It wasn't? No, it was just the, the deal in the pan. Okay. You know, like, a, yeah, so it was relatively easy. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. No, I didn't. I, poor dude, no, no, your limitations, man. Jesus. You didn't even go for the two layer. Oh, sad. Christ, no. Sad. I think what I ended up just chucked right over the back fence. <laughs> I'm the most impatient guy ever. How the hell are you going to get that? No way. Oh, I, my gosh. I didn't, so. At least my sister didn't half ass it. She went two layers. It just looked like shit. It looked like a shitty hat that somebody sat on. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, like Gabe Lincoln's hat yeah. after the play. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Is it? What the, yeah. What the hell? No Abe Lincoln jokes. All right, sorry. All right. How do you prefer your eggs? Uh, scrambled all the time. My son gets them over medium. And I always kind of look at him like, what's going on here? Really? Yeah. I give him credit. I think scrambled's lazy. Uh, well, <laughs> at over medium, I'm like, you're going to crack into it one time and there's going to be like. Does a, he make them himself or do you make it for him? No, my son my son can cook. Kate can yeah. cook, which is cool. I like that a lot. He, he figured it out early. Dude, I suck, man. That Jack eggs. won't cook for shit. Jack yeah. won't make himself a fucking pop tart. That kid will just, <laughs> um, that kid will just die as a fucking skeleton in a Tennessee Titan shirt and Golden State Warriors sweats because he just will not get up. But Kate will, Kate will cook all That's day. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Jake was a good cook. All right. Yeah. Could you give up social media? Oh yeah. Do you really think so? Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Instagram, the whole deal. Yeah. The only thing I like, listen. People continue to send me shit on Facebook Messenger, and for the most part, I just delete it. Because that Facebook Messenger is just everybody's like, hey, check this out. And then you yeah. find out two hours later, they got spam. So yeah. don't send me anything on Messenger. I'm not going to, I don't need to look at memes. Hey, this is funny. I'm not that bored. I got a goddamn job, two annoying kids. I got plenty of shit to do. Okay. I don't need to see the two cats, you know, boxing with the Howard Cosell soundtrack. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> when people send me that hey have you seen this no and i won't watch it again no. um twitter twitter's probably my news source yeah um but and here's the other thing too don't send anything to the dave and jeff 
podcast. We set that up whenever that was three years ago, and I have it on my phone, and I think to check it maybe once a month. So I just go through and hit like on everything. But um, Instagram's fine. I, I like Instagram because it's I do too. pretty mellow. And I also say respectfully, like I've had a bunch of people recently try to add me on Facebook. I, that's really just so my family uh, across the country can yeah. see what's going on with my kids. And Dave, I watch yours. And there are just people chiming in with some goddamn opinion like it's, you know, the show or anything. And I'm, I don't, that's what Twitter's for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I separate them. Twitter is, uh, is, is for the people that listen to this show. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram I'm trying to do for what is basically serious stuff. Yeah. You know? Serious yeah. stuff. So, like, if I delete your friend request, don't be bummed out. It's just, I, it says right in the bio... Yeah. Hey, this is for my family. I have aunts. My my dad is one of five kids. And so I have two uncles in Minneapolis. Yeah. I have an aunt in Chino Hills. My dad's in LA. My aunt's in Philadelphia. And then um, my ex, her dad lives in Chicago. And then I've got friends all around the States that are like, I love seeing what's going on with their family. I'm yeah. sure you feel the same way. And then, um, and they pay attention to what's going on with Jack and Kate. But that's yeah. mostly just people that I went to high school with or my family. And so, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. There's one guy that's always like, hey, why won't Jeff add me? Well, because I watch you on social media. I'm like, I don't want to fucking listen to that shit. I'm not interested. You know what I just realized I forgot to do? God dang it. I never oh. watched this show. You just saw me change the channel. I flipped on to The Bachelor. It was like four minutes left. Okay. Nicole Eggert was on tonight. Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. I missed it. I was warned by so many people. Nicole Eggert's on The Bachelor. But do you, have, do you have YouTube TV? No. Well, But you have direct TV, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I can pull it back. It's up. probably on demand. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay. I have I had never. one job. I mean this seriously. I would tell you the truth. I've never seen a minute of this show or The Bachelorette. Yeah. I've never seen it. But I will say, however long ago it was, like 12 years ago, uh, my ex and I, I loved Brett Michaels' Rock of Love. <laughs> I never saw it. show was great. They'd all get, they didn't get a flower, they got a backstage pass. Okay. That's how it went. Okay. And then he'd bang all these chicks. Right? Because he's a closer. Yes. Uh. I think that's what this show is. You ever, Dave, see, you ever see Brett Michaels' video with Pam Anderson? No, I didn't watch any of that. <laughs> dude, he's so into himself. It's so yes. funny. Dude. He's looking, oh, wait. In, looking uh, in the mirror. <laughs> looking in the mirror. Pulls her hair out of the way. It's so fucking funny, man. I can't have Geekster here and I watch that. Please. <laughs> uh, but now, okay, you watch this show? Seriously? No, I never watch it. No, if I watched it, it would be recorded. I, I thought you watched this. No, nah, I don't watch this. Costa watches this shit. I don't watch this. Well, you don't have to say it like that. You watch Real Housewives. I do. That's what I'm saying. I'll admit what I watch. I watch yeah. a lot of stupid shit. I don't watch this. I one. like her. Who's that? I don't know. One of the contestants. I don't like her. She's boring. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like this one. Okay. Uh, no. And I think uh, I think Jordan Palmer's the host of the show. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, because that other guy, Stern said, got kicked yeah, off, yeah, right? he got fired. Oh, wow. He was making good yeah, But Jordan Palmer was one of the bachelors at one point. Oh, is that right? Yeah. This is what these guys do. It's not a dumb move. They oh, go look on at the, her. They go on the show, 
and then they whatever pick whoever it never works out and then they just go bar to bar across the country and put every the, chick hey, wants put them. that volume up for a second let's hear these chicks are mad hang on <laughs> she can go who's that how do i know why that do you keep asking like me i never watched this shit why do you keep asking me who's that Whoa, look at that guy got his teeth whitened. Yeah, of course. That's he natural. Did. Of course he did. Dude, how would you like to see well Hacksaw's married? How would you like to see Hacksaw on the bachelor? Ladies line. <laughs> Open. Get in the kitchen. Get in the kitchen. All right, here we go. Make me flapjacks. One more question. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, let's go. What's the last thing you took a picture of? Uh last thing I took a picture of were my kids. Last night, Jimmy O's. It's on uh hang on. Let me see. I saw it. Yeah, I think that's... Now that you said that, it jumped right into my head. Yeah, it was great. And again, kind of going back to what we talked about. Oh, no, here's the other... Let me see. Um, yeah, last thing I took a picture of uh, also was the weather report in Denver. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think that really counts. Well, kind of. You screenshot it. Yeah, screenshot, right? Um, yeah. No, because my sister is a maniac, okay? Yeah. So my sister went on today and bought tickets to see Garth Brooks taking my mom. Yeah. So she says, I go, hey, listen, this is what I did. I know you were trying to get tickets. You got shut down. So she goes, okay, I ended up in section G on the ground. So I send her the thing. I go, look, this is where you are. Okay. Section yeah. G, Dave, you see this? Yeah, She's see right it. there on the floor. Okay. She's in row two. She's taking my mom. My mom's super excited. So I go to my sister. I go, hey, you did great. She goes, yeah, we're back behind home plate, like 20 rows. I go, no, that's not G. She goes, no, I'm looking at the seating chart. That's G. I go, Kim, the seating chart stays the same for Petco Park no matter what you're seeing. You're a season ticket holder. So I said, where are your season tickets? She goes, 127. I go, okay, well, if you're moving 20 sections to, to your right, they're not just going to go 127 and then just go, and this is all of a sudden section G. You're on the floor. Like, oh, I don't know about that. I go, you're going to have a goddamn blast. <laughs> so I was sending pictures to her and yeah. my mom. And then my mom's like, well, I'm pretty sure we're behind home plate. I'm like, you don't want to be behind home plate. I'm sure any of you sitting there are going to be fine. But I'm like, you're literally in row G or in section G, row two. I'm like, you got great seats. Kim hooked you up. My mom just was like, you know what? I don't even know why we're talking about it. She yeah. goes, I'm so excited I'm going. Exactly. I don't care where you put it. It's not Neil Diamond, but I'll have a good time. Right. And I said, well, we didn't let Katie Temple buy the seat, so you won't be in the back row. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here. Have a good time in Denver. All right. Thanks. We'll be back. Uh, we'll probably see you all. Uh, maybe we'll try to be back here on the first. We'll see if that works all out right. schedule-wise. Tell me. All right, we'll figure it out. When we're back, you'll know it. <laughs> you'll be the first to know, as my dad would say, as we're driving city to city. How much longer? You'll be the first to know. <laughs> you'll be the first to know. All right, we'll see you soon. All right.
have a ball Talk about things not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock Look at me Door. I laughed so hard I 